0: All right, before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today.
1: All of the
0: what's up guys it's your draft queens Kate and Michelle and Michelle hi you are not in the studio today can you tell everyone where you are you're
1: dialing in right now dialing in from the most magical place on earth any any Ooh. any guesses it has nothing to do with this podcast <laughs>
0: Well, I know exactly where you are <laughs> and you are truly at the most magical place in the
1: world. How is Disney World? Disney, well, Disneyland. 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 Not to be confused Just, with Disney World. Took me very many years to figure that out, but it's it is it's truly magical.
0: So you're getting that summer sunshine on the West coast and
1: you're out in Disneyland. That's so much fun. I've never been Gotta there. go. Put it on your, put it on your list. When you want to forget about all the stress of setting your fantasy lineup, go to, go to Disneyland.
0: <laughs> okay. So I have to ask, obviously, what has been your favorite ride? Oh, What's been your favorite ride and also what's been your favorite experience? Okay. Those are the two questions. This is a great
1: experience. This is a great question. So my favorite ride was the Incredicoaster. So that's like... What is that? So that's like a full-blown, like, proper roller coaster. I went on my first roller coaster with a upside-down loop.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I don't know if I, well, I think I've
1: done it maybe once like
0: at Hershey Park. I like never, I was so scared of the
1: loops when I was younger. And then like, now that I'm old, you don't like go to theme parks anymore, really. So, <laughs> so when the opportunity presented itself, uh, I, I felt like I had to do my first loop de loop roller coaster. So the Incredicoaster is like the, it's in, it's in Disney's California Adventure, which they just rebranded with all like the Pixar films, which is pretty rad. That's so rare. So they just like kind of redid it so that like when you're waiting in line and even like when you're on the coaster, like it's all like uh, themed after the Incredibles. So that was pretty cool. Oh,
0: that's super cool. I don't think I've actually ever seen the Incredibles, What? But I know. But Pixar is just so good. That so good. I, I gotta get, get there. there. I gotta all get right, there. All right, so get I there. Will.
1: Watch that. Uh, that was my favorite <laughs> ride. Um, and my favorite experience, hands down. Was being a group of ten adults having breakfast at the character breakfast.
0: <gasps> I love the character breakfast, and you know what? So I I did the same thing as you because my so my cousin works at Disney in California, Hook it up. so she's in LA. Let's go. I had, uh, we have to get out there. Shouts to khaki. This is putting you on the hook on the air. Um, but she works at Disney out there and she also, she's been a Disney fan forever. So she had her bachelorette party at Disney. Oh, I remember, and we did the character you, I remember breakfast. you did that.
1: I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the most magical place me and a select uh, core crew made it 12 hours at the park.
0: Holy That's shit. Commitment. I am so proud That's of you. I'm so proud. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're just as seasoned and uh, conditioned as a
1: football player Basically, at this point. I had if a, you
0: can last that long, the, your endurance is like a plus. I took some
1: advice from Tim Hightower and I took care of my body and mind before I uh, embarked on a 12 hour adventure at Disneyland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, seriously, well, we have, it's funny because not only did we have Tim Hightower last week, but we have two very special guests on the show this week Hey-o. also, and a little
1: different than our normal flavor, right? Yeah, but like, as you can tell by everything we talk about on this podcast, we are always we're always throwing different flavors out there. We're talking about Disneyland oh, I, right now. So, you know,
0: I know we talked about the black hat for two hours. We've got Disneyland. All over the place. This is it's going to be different this week, guys. We have we have guests on the show from a podcast that we love. It's called 51 First Dates, and the premise is sort of. Two women, so our friends Liza and Kimmy, our host of the pod, and they go on, or they don't go on, but they interview people who go on dates, and it's not just one and done. Like they they talk to these people over the course of seven and eight episodes. They also have like dating specialists come on the show and relationship advice advisors and things like that. So we have them on our show today, and Michelle, we talked to them about basically like if you're going on a first date. And it's in a sports bar or it's at a venue. How do you not look silly? Like, what are the things you need to know in the current sports climate that will make you look like you know what you're doing or impress your significant other? Whether you're just starting to date them or you've been dating them for a long time and you're trying to find like a mutual thing to um chat with them about sports might be it.
1: It might be. Yeah. We we try to give them uh you know some definitions. We all know how much everybody loves our definitions. So we went through some <laughs> of that with uh with the girls and uh yeah, I mean really in theory like if if you or your or the person you're dating is into sports like depending on how important it is to either one of those people like you want to try to find some sort of common ground to be able to connect and talk about it so we talked a little bit about that we talked about you know what sports was like for us growing up so um i think it's a perfect segment to have on the show leading into Mm -hmm. the holidays because you know maybe it's your first time at thanksgiving dinner with your significant other and like there will be football games on which we will talk about next week but you know like how do you how do you kind of handle that so you just don't feel like totally disconnected
0: Yes. And as we say every week now, we have a don't look stupid pick in our in our uh, stardom em, sit-em segment. But this is the perfect extended segment to not look stupid <laughs> when you're doing when you're talking sports at Thanksgiving, when you're starting to date people. It's cuffing season, folks. We all know it. So we've got some what tips and tricks for you. What is cuffing
1: season? Is that like, is that are you going back to old school, oh. like giving people like a pin to go on a date or what's up? No, what's cuffing Michelle? season? Michelle,
0: cuffing season is the season where you cuff yourself to someone, hence the name, like handcuffs. <laughs> but You're cuffed to someone after the summer because wow. it's like the winter. People want to hibernate. They want someone to Netflix and chill with. I mean, there's so, so many it's nicer things season.
1: that it could be called other than referring to I a know. handcuff. But I get it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like ball and chain season. Like that's not very, not very flattering. Oh but I never, yeah, it's never cuffing heard of season. That.
1: That's brilliant. Okay, you'll also yeah. hear a lot of us talking about how I know nothing about dating on the app, seeing as though I haven't dated in about <laughs> twelve years. So you know, it's all good fun with Kimmy and Liza.
0: It's going to be a great time. I also I met my boyfriend in the flesh, so we had a lot of learning to do. Got to be honest with you guys. So take a listen to the segment. We'll get into that at the end of the show. But in the meantime, I think we should get right into it. Uh, Want to hit the huddle? Let's do it. Okay,
1: okay, okay, ladies, now let's get information. I say. Okay, ladies, now let's get
0: information. Okay, guys, so we've got Michelle on the line. But I am going to take this huddle alone this week because we're realizing that going back and forth with these sports headlines as we do every week is way too confusing for me to edit. I'm going to be honest with you. So I think I'm just going to take this one alone. (laughs) And Michelle has signed off on that. So we're just going to give it a go. Um, But she's on the line. She's listening in. And you guys know the deal already We have our eight biggest headlines of the week for you, and we do them in 60 seconds and sometimes less. So I did this myself on episode six. I'm going to give it one more shot this time around and see if I can do it for you guys. So um, let's get right into it. We've got 60 seconds on the clock, and this is your weekly huddle, guys, in three, two, one. Paul, George, and Kawhi made their Clippers duo debut together this week. Injured Yankees outfielder Jacoby Ellsbury was released this week with 26 million still left in his contract. Ah, Colin Kaepernick is back, guys, and he had an NFL workout in Atlanta this week with eight teams in attendance. Alabama's quarterback Tua, oh God, here we go, uh, Tago Viola, just Tua, is out for the season with a dislocated hip and has an excellent prognosis, but it could shatter his NFL draft chances. Sending our condolences as founder of Burton Snowboards and overall snowboarding pioneer and legend Jake Burton Carpenter has died of cancer. Women's soccer coach Brendan Faraday left Yale Athletics on Wednesday amid one one allegation of sexual misconduct and another of a consensual sexual relationship. The NFL has upheld Miles Garrett's suspension after striking Mason Rudolph mid-game and legendary NHL mascot Gritty. Oh, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Let's stop this timer because I uh, I almost got it for the last point there, guys. But um, I was mid-sentence for our last headline. I'll, I'll just read it out here because I thought it was really interesting. And I'll have to get Michelle's take in the next segment here. But um, you guys all know Gritty, I'm hoping. And if you don't, I would encourage you strongly to jump on Jump on Twitter right now and go check out Gritty. He is a legendary NHL mascot. Just in the last year or so, um, Gritty became the mascot, the official mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers. There's a way longer backstory to Gritty, so I won't even get into it today, but maybe it's worth another segment. Um, Essentially, Gritty is one of the more memeable Mascots in in any sport, but especially in the NHL, and he's gotten a lot of press in the last twelve months or so. Most recently, you guys just you have to go check it out. Jump on Twitter and go just look up "Gritty Kim Kardashian photo remake." If you guys know that uh, Paper Magazine photo of Kim Kardashian pouring champagne. Um, onto her lower back in a glass. Um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And their NHL mascot remade that photo. So it's super ridiculous. It's a really funny little bit that they're doing, but nothing like a gritty photo to end your week, guys. I know that we're coming into your earballs on a Friday right now, but nothing like gritty to end your week. It's been a crazy week of headlines. We'll keep an eye on Colin Kaepernick. I know we mentioned him. Um, but Colin did his NFL workout this week. He was scheduled to do it in Atlanta, which he did. Um, But originally I think he was at um, the Falcon stadium was where he was going to do his workout and they were slated to have 25 different teams come through and yada yada uh it seems like that was not the case so at the last minute obviously if you guys aren't familiar with Kaepernick's background with the NFL and the distrust there but there's still a fair amount of distrust for Colin in the league and I think at the last minute his team maybe an hour or two before decided to move their workout from the stadium to like a high school practice field an hour away so that pretty much I mean, take. how you will. I know, like I said, there's a ton of distrust between Colin and the league, so we understand why maybe he would have moved it, but it cut down his prospects from 25 teams to eight that showed up. There were eight teams that went to go watch his workout. I know the Tennessee Titans were one of them, but I think the Jets were in attendance, the Titans and a handful of others who are in dire need of a quarterback. I would assume that maybe Miami was up there and what have you. Uh, I think the 49ers actually came to the workout too, just because he's a former niner, but Um, tons of stuff going on this week. We'll keep an eye on Colin for you and let you know how that transpires, but, um, also an eye on Alabama quarterback Tua, his last name. I'm sorry, my friend, I cannot pronounce it even though I've heard it a million times, but, um, reading is not my strongest suit. Anyway, um, Tua, who is, um, one of the most highly regarded quarterbacks coming out of NCAA right now is, uh, playing at Alabama and just this weekend, he dislocated his hip, If it's worth watching the video to you, if you're not squeamish, it really looked painful, but um, he went through surgery already. He has an excellent prognosis. We're not sure if that's just for the PR ability, though, because this could potentially ruin his and plummet his draft pick if it doesn't go well and if he's not on the upswing pretty quickly. So we'll also keep an eye on him, but that's hot off the press as of today. And, yeah, we've got lots coming for you next week too, guys, but those are the big ones of the week. And, um, yeah, that's your huddle.
1: All right, it's my favorite time of the show. It's dark. From Disneyland. So, actually, here's a funny thing. So, things that are bad when there are Thursday night <laughs> games traveling, yes. not having yes. Wi Fi on your plane, and needing to oh. set your lineup. Because last night's game, the Thursday night game this week, was I had a ton of people either to play, to think about playing. And like I'm running through airport like just too much. Too much. So
0: Dude, I I did the same thing I did the same thing you've been on oh. the road all week I've been in crazy meetings that I won't go into detail about but full day meetings for three days this week where you can't check your phone you can't check your lineups you can't check your email you can't check anything do so, they even know
1: do they even know what we need do to do, even, here? do they even <laughs> <sports>? do they, <laughs> they even sports
0: do it's they like even sports it's like they just sports? don't know
1: so any, yeah anyway before we do the official stardom situm, I will say because I just want to pat myself on the back because of the ridiculousness of I feel like this was like extreme fantasy football, like like traveling in fantasy football, very challenging, especially on a Thursday. So all I'm going to say is I I picked up Jonathan Williams last week, um, and actually we can talk about him as part of this week's starting system because he may have been picked up in a lot of leagues after Marlon Mack went out for the Colts, but he may not have. Maybe people didn't want to roll the dice. Maybe they thought it was just like flash in the pan kind of thing. I don't think it's a flash in the pan. He's their starter. He scored a touchdown last night. He had over hundred y- rushing yards. Proud of myself for getting that one in the lineup, but also one for people to maybe check out and see if he's still available. I bet you that percentage is dwindling as I say these words out loud. Um, but yeah. definitely go uh, check on him. I think Marlon Mack has a broken hand. That's probably a few weeks. So um, go check out Jonathan Williams um, if he's still available in your league. Uh, that might be worth uh, a pickup, but that would be a start for next week, not this week. I
0: love that. I love that pick. And I think that also um, Naheem Hines is right behind He's in the, there's Williams. They're,
1: they're kind of doing this by committee over there, but I think it was pretty yeah. clear last night that Williams is kind of the go-to and the strongest one, so, um, yeah. you know. And guys,
0: when we say by committee, just so you know, that means that there's multiple players taking over the same position. So exactly. multiple running backs in this, in this case. So Naheem Hines being maybe like an RB two, but sort of like by committee together, they Williams and Hines kind of taking the ball together. So just so you know what by committee means. I don't know if we've touched on that before. I don't
1: think we have. And and then there's also the, uh, the Will Fuller effect. So I, I snagged Will Fuller when I heard that he was potentially coming off his hamstring injury. I rolled the oh, dice. Nice. I rolled the dice. He ended up playing. He had 140 yards. Sick night. Also could be someone, again, not for this current week, but for next week. A lot of people may have dropped him at some point because of the hamstring. Maybe everybody didn't go back and pick him up off the waivers. Uh, Either way, if you have him, play him. If you don't have him, uh, you know, maybe snag him because he's back.
0: Yeah, it was a great night for – I love an interdivisional game. I love an AFC South game. So the Colts playing Houston last night was an awesome way to kick off football for the weekend. So I know we don't have coverage from last night. We do have this postmortem. Thanks, Michelle. Need you for that. But pick up those players if you can. But I think we've got a couple of stardoms and sit going into week 12 here Yeah, because we're two weeks at – at the most we're two weeks out from playoffs playoff so you guys you need to get on those waivers and make these trades and and pickups or what have you so yeah we've got a couple by uh we've got a couple by their positions to run through
1: yeah so we we talk about baker every week he's been largely magoo we'll, we'll mm-hmm. use that word right we'll, we'll use that word uh that said um He's got a pretty good matchup this week um, against Miami, and yes. uh, while while I do use the word Magoo, you know he didn't do terrible against teams like New England and stuff like that. He's trending up, and he's playing Miami, so uh, I'm I'm going to start him. I think uh, that's a good start this week. Um, I also think Derek Carr um, on the Oakland Raiders is a great start this week. Uh, the Raiders are also um, on an upward swing, and they're playing against the uh, the Jets. And then a sit, which is potentially very controversial, and this may stress you out a little bit, but, like, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, it's stressing me out big time. And, and it's the we... Monday night
1: game, I think, which is probably extra stressful. It's,
0: it's super stressful. I mean it's a it's a great matchup this week first and foremost so that always makes it a little tough not to mention Aaron Rodgers has kind of looked a little as you say Magoo <laughs> so uh, but even more magoo than even Baker like he's just been shitting the bed the last couple weeks so um, and to your point I mean I've got Garoppolo in my lineup so last week you had this shout out for the 49ers he had a hell of a week so if you're thinking about starting one of these quarterbacks that we've shouted out even if you have like I know this that he played last night but like a Jacoby Brissett is back and actually like frame playing pretty well so if you're thinking about putting in a QB2 and you have Aaron Rodgers in your QB1 I'm not I'm not opposed I think I'll probably start Garoppolo over Rodgers myself so I'm with you on that sit
1: it's a little bit of a scary week for for you because Jimmy and Aaron both play on Monday night that's a big matchup big game so you uh you, you got an interesting one to uh to play with right there
0: yeah, I mean I'm either gonna do really well or I'm gonna do really horribly. That's so usually we'll how it see. goes. Yeah.
1: No crystal ball. Well, no crystal ball. Never
0: crystal <laughs> ball. But I think the Q B picture is like pretty straightforward for the most part. What's more interesting is who is sitting or getting hurt from the running back picture. Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts there.
1: So James Conner on the Steelers is out. Uh, I would a ima- so take him out of your lineup. Uh, I would <laughs> I would imagine that um Jalen Samuels probably has been picked up in a ton of leagues already. Um, if he hasn't, grab him. If you have him, good for you. Play him. Philly, uh, not mm-hmm. Philly. Uh, Pittsburgh's been, you know, kind of struggling a bit offensively. Um, and so he could look to be uh, one of their breakout players. Um,
0: yeah. Also, I feeling have like the a...
1: same, also feeling the same way on the on the Philly side. That's where I was getting myself confused. Uh-huh. And, anybody who has someone on Philly on your team, just like, Quadruple check because there's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of people that have, like, gone on, you know, injury, then they didn't practice, then they came back, then they did this. then they did. Anyone, like, you know, I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson uh, is, I believe, out for the season. You've got mm-hmm. Nelson Algalor. You've got, um, uh, you've got Alshon Jeffrey. There's just a lot of injuries going on over in Philly. Um, Darren Sproles, I think, announced a couple of weeks ago that he's out for the season and is likely going to retire. So just, beware of Philly. Um, Maybe Miles Sanders in the RB position could be a good play just because they're, you know, they've got a lot of injuries. You could also, I'm jumping around, but you could also look at um, Dallas Goddard, who's their um, tight end. Again, Mm. there's just not a lot of options right now, or maybe not even a lot of healthy options. So keep an eye on anyone that you have on Philly. Make sure they're actually playing and healthy. Um, And if not, you may want to sniff around for a couple other people over there.
0: Well, I think you wrote this down verbatim perfectly in our notes, and that is Philly is banged up. Yeah, that's the big takeaway here. That is true. Running back picture, even tight end picture. I mean, I'm sorry, wide receiver picture. Just beware. And they, just play, beware. And they play
1: Seattle this week. So, yes, beware. Um, that's a tough one. Also, a, that's a, too tough. a potential play. And do, maybe you have do you have Kareem Hunt? I do not. Have you do Kareem not have Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Okay. I do not. Uh, he He's back in action. Um, again, uh, that could be a potentially great matchup um, for, uh, for him this week. So uh, take, take a look at uh, Kareem Hunt as well. And then we talked about Jonathan Williams again. I know that's one that played in the Thursday night game, yeah. but um, could be, could be a good one in L future.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think that's a good roundup for running back. So Again, look for Jalen Samuels, Jonathan Williams coming off of last night's game, Kareem Hunt maybe, and then just know that Philly's banged up. So be selective when you're picking up players there. But I've got some opinions if we want to move into wide receivers. I don't know if you have any more no, give running to back me. feedback. but give me your, give but- me your opinions. Well, as usual, I'm proud of myself because I was back out on those waivers, and um, I know that the Steelers have the Bengals this week, and the Bengals are what 0 and 10, like for real, guys. (laughs) First of all, for real, get it together. They benched Andy Dalton, like that's a little yikesy. But so I I went out there and I picked up James Washington. Okay, since the Steelers are pretty banged up too, Um, so they've got. I think there are injuries to their starting two outside receivers. So he's probably, and James Washington hasn't gotten a lot of looks, but he will, he will. There's no one else to look at. And I think as much as I don't think that Mason Rudolph is any good. That's what um, I was going to say.
1: That's your one. That's your one. Like that's the one thing on, on, on a James Washington that is like, how how's Mason going to fare?
0: Yeah. Well, I think the only thing that's a redeeming quality about this is if he does want to toss the ball, because he is a, rookie slash amateur quarterback, um, he can against the Bengals defense. So that's his one redeeming quality, I think, in my mind. So maybe you take a look at James Washington. He's on the upward trajectory I've been reading. So he could be a good one.
1: Cool. I dig it. Cool.
0: Do you have any others? I know T.Y. Hilton's back, but he played that last, was last night. night.
1: Uh, th- look, John Brown had a big week last week. I'm reading some stuff that says he's a bust. I don't believe that, but I'm just throwing it out there that some people are saying he could be a bust this week. We've talked a lot about tight ends and sort of the ebb and flow of them. Um, Hollister on Seattle um, is getting some buzz, so that could potentially be um, a good uh, a good pickup. I kind of combined wide receivers, tight ends, you know, just whoever's maybe catching the ball out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like those picks. We've got some good ones in here. Yeah. So keep an eye on those waivers. You guys won't get T.Y. Hilton, I don't think. He's probably benched in most leagues and it hasn't given him up, but maybe. Um, but yeah, be beware. Beware of Hollister and uh, uh, Hilton is back and Washington on the Steelers. We've got a ton of wide receivers, I think, out there. Who, are, who, you, who are, are you streaming?
1: Who are you streaming for your D? So here's the issue. Oh, boy. Here's the issue. Oh, boy.
0: I uh, I, I fucked up. Like oh, I said, oh. you were on the road. I was in co- a conference all week, so I'm just now getting to my waivers. And I didn't get to the waivers before the game started last night. I just wasn't home yet. I hadn't looked at my phone. It was crazy. So I left the Texans D in. Yikes. I mean, they didn't do
1: terrible, but they didn't do great.
0: They didn't do anything, know.
1: actually, I feel. like There were no like big... Big, you know, tons of sacks or big defensive plays. Like, it was fine, but... Yeah.
0: Well, I think our advice at this point in the season is, if you're just trying to squeak your way into the playoffs, just take the defense playing a poor team. Whoever's available. Well, yeah, don't
1: don't get too cute.
0: Don't, yeah, sure, sure. But just take someone that you know is going to slide right by. I, I have six points from the Texans. That'll do, you know? That'll do. Just putting up as many points as any mediocre
1: running back or flex player. I'm fine with that. I'm so fine with that. how are your Titans going to do this week against Jacksonville? Asking asking for a friend. Um, is it at Jacksonville? Do you know? At, you ten- know at Tennessee.
0: They'll do fine. They'll do fine. They're gonna I be- feel like we always lose to the Colts interdivisionally. We lose to the Colts and we lose to um, – the Texans, but we do not lose to the Jags, you so I think not it'll lose. be okay.
1: Interesting. We, okay, we
0: won't lose to the Jags at home because it's such a. It'll be a good game, actually, one to watch if you want to see them do well for once, which I do. I don't know but if they I do, do okay I've with got the Jags. Jacksonville's
1: D, so we'll see what happens here.
0: Um. Well, we'll have to keep an eye, and then I think the last thing that we are
1: don't, having don't look, to do here don't, is look, don't look stupid. stupid.
0: So similar to your defense, don't look stupid. Just squeak on by, guys. Go pick someone up who's playing a bad team. Uh, don't look stupid by playing Matt Stafford on the Lions. He is still not playing. Still he is not, not playing. playing. He's not self. playing. He is not playing. But he's still <laughs> on all the waivers, and he is not playing. And they are 3-8, and eight and they are horrible. So don't pick up the Lions, uh, Matt Stafford. Also, my don't look stupid pick of the week is just generally – this like don't pick up the anyone on the eagles we talked about it don't pick up any of the people who are hurt on the steelers like both teams are pretty banged up know who the backup running backs and backup wide receivers are cuz those guys are all coming in and don't pick up any of the people you would expect to be in the in the one or two slots they are out they are all out aren't they michelle there we go that's it that's that's pretty much all i think that that's all we have for don't look stupid Okay. And you won't look stupid.
1: And you won't look stupid.
0: <laughs> okay, so I think that's it, guys. At least for this week's week twelve, stardom, situm. Good luck in your playoff games or leading up to playoffs. And we're about to switch gears here, big time. We're going into this uh, little snippet interview where we had Kimmy and Liza come in and talk on the pod. But we're going to talk a little sports one hundred and one. Just if you're, you know, and and some dating when you're going to a sports game. What you need to know to talk to your significant other about.
1: Alright. Girls, we run this mother. Yeah. Girls, we run this mother.
2: Yeah. Girls, we run this mother.
0: we have two wonderful special guests today. We have fifty one first dates with Kimmy and Liza. Hi guys. Hi. Thank you for having having us. us. Thank you so thank you for being here. We have a little bit of a different show today. So, Michelle, I know that you and I are sort of sports freaks and fanatics.
1: Small, small ones. And we get a
0: little too in our own heads about sports, but sometimes we we have to take a step back and think about all of the sports things and terms and vernacular and themes that we're talking about on the show and know that some of our listeners are maybe less familiar totally. or maybe answer their questions. dabbling in the sports world, maybe invested in one sport or another, and maybe just, you know, want to learn more. So exactly. And, you know, that that's why we're here. So we have... Liza and Kimmy who are sports fans in their own
3: rights but <laughs> yeah and just
2: like we have a dating podcast and now we're here <laughs> hi
3: a bachelorette no we're not a bachelorette <laughs> podcast but you know that's more I'm my sport but Kate's sport, too. Kate does that sport. Sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like Bachelorette Fantasy Leagues are how I understand fantasy football, Uh even though I know fantasy football is what started Bachelorette Fantasy Leagues.
0: There we go. Exactly. So that's like a gateway drug. That's an excellent way to connect the dots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It's all happening over here.
0: (laughs) And now that we're here, we're trying to understand, like, what it is that between the two of us, Michelle, like, we are overlooking when we're talking down and dirty sports that maybe would, like, broaden our horizon. So between Liza and Kimmy, we are hoping to talk to you guys about all things sports and the overlap between sports and dating, and also sports terms that maybe we overlook that we say on the day-to-day that we
3: could clarify a little bit.
2: We're here for all your ignorance needs. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I know people are probably like who are these two dum-dums like oh my god like women actually know things about sports and Liza and I know a tiny bit but just no I don't know well I know
2: I know a little bit about my specific only sport which is college basketball but Kimmy you're fairly knowledgeable about sports you grew up in Boston and I feel like most Boston people that I know have at least like a a solid foothold in football and baseball
1: if nothing more Kimmy you must be super competitive like you you you,
3: You have to be like you you, you you have lots of winning teams. There's something in there that keeps keeps you tied to it. Lots of competition, though. I personally in my own life do not win as much as the teams <laughs> from the state that I grew up in. But, you know, it is it does make me competitive. I like winning and kind of like being hated for winning like That's 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 kind of a fun feeling. Sorry. Into it. <laughs>
1: Into it. I'm with you.
3: Okay, so
0: I think like for today, we're going to get into a couple different topics. So let's just get all over the map and see how it
3: goes. Rapid fire questions, dating, sports, all the good stuff. Why don't Liza and I just fire off shit that we don't know what it means and you can help us? We would
1: love to do our best to help. We, do, we, we would. We would. We're pretty good at defining things, I think. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. But- I have a lot of useless sports knowledge in my head. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, here's a big one. I don't really understand fantasy football.
1: Oh my God, Liza, we could talk about that for hours. Literally,
2: it's going to kill me when I admit this. Every oh. time we talk about it, I'm like, mm hmm, mm-hmm.
0: God, my heart just fluttered. <laughs> I love talking about fantasy football. I'm going to get like my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give it to us in spark notes, though. What's like, what's the elevator pitch for fantasy football? Elevator pitch for fantasy football is certain players score a certain amount of points
1: and based y- on their performance in the game.
2: In real games. In real real games. games, games, Actual
1: games. But based on
0: how many touchdowns you throw or how many receptions you have, depending on your league, and you add them all up, all of those points up in your leagues based on, like, fake scoring systems to play someone else, and you go through 16 weeks and get ranked... Is that a good way to put That's it? That's like
1: semi-confusing. In like
0: the most basic form. But the,
1: mo- the most basic form is that you draft, you choose real players. Real players. From okay. the NFL. Okay. And you you make your own team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then each week you have to field a team based on who you've drafted. I don't know what field means. You have to (laughs) play. Okay, you have to play. Okay. Some in
0: play, and you bench (laughs) the others. Okay,
2: I get all these words. Do
0: you? Yes.
1: You have to play play those players. Okay,
0: so you play the good ones that you think are doing well. Exactly. And you you have to project and guess, obviously. It's all a guess.
1: We always say on the show, like, we have no crystal ball. I don't know if they're going to do well. Mm -hmm. But you do a little research. You pick who you think is the best of the best on your team. And then, based on what happens in the actual games they're playing, you get points assigned to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yes, and if your points, you play you play one to one every week. So whoever is in your league or divisions, I'm like that time divisions. that I played you
1: and I won. Remember that? We don't talk about it. Oh yeah.
0: You get pinned up against everyone on your team, okay. and every week, whoever scores more gets ranked higher okay at, so at,
2: you you get paired up against like another yes, person in exactly for a game Correct. yes gotcha okay. exactly okay I understand like 70 percent more than I did before
3: amazing I'm Yay! technically in one right now but my roommate and I are on the same like thing and she has navigated it but it's called no balls to deflate and I can't even look up how bad we are doing <laughs> that's <laughs> <it's> all women <laughs> also another funny thing about fantasy football is everything's
1: a pun Everything. Every league is a pun. Everybody's team name is a pun. Well, mine's not. Mine's QB Sneaky. Oh, I guess that is a pun. QB Sneaky. Yeah, it is a pun. But that's a whole different. It's not a great one. It's It's not a great Yes, exactly. Well, what's yours?
0: Tighten your jock straps. (laughs) (laughs) Titans like the Tennessee Titans.
3: Yeah. Puns. Puns everywhere. Puns.
2: Puns Puns everywhere. All right. Kimmy, do you have questions?
3: Yeah, I do. I was really deeply looking to see how badly we we're doing. The last report card I got, we were at a C minus. So whatever, fuck it. I haven't done none of the work. So if we win anything, it's not. It's going to my roommate, not me. Um, okay. Talk to me about a blitz. Oh, a blitz! <laughs> well,
1: I wish people could see Kimmy's face right now <laughs> asking I don't asking this NFL? question. <laughs> that is the NFL. Okay. That yeah. is when that is when a defensive player or multiple defensive players try to cut around the offensive line. Mm-hmm. On, Tackle the quarterback. And the, the offensive line who is who's protecting the quarterback. A blitz is when you try to go around those and get, go around those guys and get right to the quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and you can
0: you can blitz once every four downs. Okay. Oh, okay. you have a
2: limit on how many times you can blitz. Yeah, you can blitz what?
0: Our- yeah, you can blitz once every four downs. You can blitz whenever you want. No, you can't. Uh-
1: are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure about that.
2: Oh, guys, this might be. <laughs> Hang on a second. This might be, in you guys is behind the music. Or yeah, maybe this is, this is, is gonna have to be behind the music. This is my
1: favorite then. part about what Kate and I do when we have discrepancies, and you just have to look it up. <laughs> this is like when you asked me where the World Series was today,
3: as if it was okay, predetermined. okay, okay.
0: But it's it really has been a long day, hasn't it? You you
1: can blitz more than once. No,
3: it's okay. I didn't care? even know what a blitz was. It sounds like a food item of a from Eastern Europe. <laughs>
0: not okay we'll look it up later but anyway we're gonna have to figure that out but anyway but a blitz in general is when the defense goes after
1: the quarterback yeah
3: on the topic of the nfl talk to me about i know what a wide receiver does mostly talk to me about like a little bit more about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) so (gasps) This actually kind of goes back to the conversation that we were saying about, like, when you when you have to pick your team, like, mm-hmm. who you're putting out there. Well, there's so, a
0: couple of positions right, that you have to pick, the, and they're a very select few. It's
1: very simple. The quarterback yes. throws the ball. The wide All
0: receiver th- receives the ball. Catches. From, like, yeah. Yeah. a further distance right. and wider angle. The so, running
1: back runs. Yep. Yeah.
0: And tight ends. The tight
1: end is usually, like, a blocker, but also receives the ball sometimes. Like, a tight end sure is receptions. usually... Like a bigger dude that can help block the quarterback, but can also catch the ball. Like Rob
3: Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so which one is the hottest usually? The wide receiver? The quarterback? The, like, what's the general stereotypes here? The quarterback. Depends what you no, like. No, I don't know.
1: I think it's the wide receivers. It, it really depends what you like. I think
0: it's the wide receivers. If you like pretty boys, it's the quarterback. No. If you like hot, like Big men. It's that's, like wide receivers and running backs. No, I did
1: well. The wide receivers just like usually taller, taller and leaner. But like cut. a running back is usually like a little shorter and stockier mm-hmm. potentially because he's that's you know my that's my <laughs> <Dick. laughs> <Kate, laughs> brand. Kate and I sometimes have drafted. Like I have a really bad i do this really bad thing is i always draft like the really cute guys mm. and then those really cute guys suck and i'm just rams. and i get like yeah so like cute, really cute so guys this year. well and it's just like oh you know Dan- danny amadola you're really cute but you never catch a fucking
3: ball. yeah really cute well kimmy if you're in la the rams are very cute it's true the rams are cute yeah that's true mm-hmm. <laughs> though it was very funny last year weren't the rams in the super bowl yes yes Mm-hmm. and nobody seemed to give a shit. Like, whereas, like, <laughs> you know, usually if you're in a city and the, a team is in the Super Bowl, people care. I was like, where is the, like, people getting pumped? Like, just, nope. The
0: Rams are really good. The Angels are, or the Dodgers are really good. So, yeah, uh, the Dodgers the sports are out there too.
3: Out Dodgers are amazing. Okay. Dodger dogs. What else? What do I want to know? Who's this basketball player I just saw in the ringer? <laughs> cat. Something, the, k-a-t it stands for something hold on (laughs) it's the nba i don't know i don't know if i know this one yeah the nba okay okay not relevant then too too niche too niche
2: okay (laughs) okay when we were on an ad break someone said something about pbr Oh, oh no! P
1: R. PPR, PPR, or like, I
2: said PBR, and I was like, "Is that not Paps Blue Ribbon?" Oh, PBR, P-B-R is writing. definitely
1: is definitely oh, oh wow! wow. And I know Kimmy sport. sports. Oh, <laughs> wow. I had to do something at
3: work involving that one time, and it's forever confusing <gasps> to me because I know the sport. But anyway, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's something in fantasy. Well, yeah, in fantasy where you can either play in a ppr league not to be mistaken with Paps blue ribbon or professional bull riding but (laughs) there's ppr and there's non-ppr and it's different ways you can score points so So
1: ppr stands for pass per per reception reception. meaning every time someone that you have on your team catches a ball you you get get one point okay and then other leagues that don't have that Means you just get a point based on how many um, yards mm-hmm. that person has gotcha. caught the passes for. Okay. Yes,
2: I have a question for you guys. Yes, if you could play any professional sport, like in terms of your interest in the sport, like I want to take out the risk of injury, like uh, like like in in fantasy land, you guys can play one professional sport. And what would it be? And what position would you play? Mm. And what team would you play for?
0: Oh, That's a shoot. Cool question. I mean it. Oh man! Sorry for the very long silence. I'm just thinking. Really, I'm like going through okay, process
1: of time. elimination in my head. Like I used to would. I used to probably would have answered and said like basketball, so that I could slam dunk because that's cool. Well, but like a basketball player, but that might get boring after a while if you just slam dunk all the time. Mm, <laughs> I, if it's in terms of bored.
0: interest, I would play football because. There are literally zero women in the NFL, and I would love to play in the NFL. And there's been a lot of chatter. I don't know if you guys followed the U.S. women's national team, the soccer team. Uh, Of course. Those like badass ladies who, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Um, So we were talking about on one of our podcast episodes how Julie Ertz, who is the wife of the some guy on the Eagles, the football team, yep. uh, she was being recruited along with Carly Lloyd to be a kicker for the Eagles. Oh, Pretty shit. Badass. Lightly, lightly. It was kind of more of yeah. a PR play than anything, but mm-hmm. they are so much better than the kickers <laughs> in the NFL right now. The so t- The Tennessee Titans need to call them. I know, seriously. But anyway, I think I'd probably play in the NFL because it is my most... Interested sport, and also there's no women in the mm. NFL. And position wise, I mean, I'd be a valuable player on a fantasy team. So maybe like a <laughs> wide receiver. You'd
1: be a wide receiver, yeah, wide All receiver. Right. In I NFL. see you. Okay. And what team? Uh, you, hope you're, if you don't say the Titans, then you're Tennessee lying. Titans, you're lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't even okay. try. All don't right. even try. I don't. <sighs> I think I would just go back to my roots of like I want to play baseball like I just I love the sport I love I love that they're long seasons I love that they're long games there's like a craft to it I I I just love it it's definitely more like my speed and there's just so many different like facets to it and I want to play shortstop because I just feel like you're Mm. you're in the mix of everything. All right, ready for
2: another rapid fire? Yeah. What's a shortstop?
1: Well, there are
0: four bases in baseball.
1: Is
2: it the first
0: base? It is the, between the second and third bases is the shortstop. (laughs) Okay. Between second and third base. Derek Jeter is like the shortstop of all time. Exactly. Yankees, now Didi Gregoria.
3: And I I have a thought that the, I mean. go ahead, Liza.
2: Derek Jeter j-lo's
3: boyfriend no a-rod a-rod whoa god
2: i can't say pop yeah really you don't have a pop culture down right i know and i didn't even do it well oh god horrible yeah
3: (laughs) okay third base though but before we get i just before we you know get too far away from the one women's sport we've mentioned i feel like no that's not true but you know we've focused on i just want to say like I sometimes feel like when I'm like, oh, I'm dumb about sports, I'm falling into all these stereotypes, but I was very engaged. I get very engaged with like Serena. I was very engaged this summer with Mm -hmm. the US women's team. I feel like sports, other than the sports I played as a child or at school, I never saw myself represented, which led me to like this disinterest sometimes. So that like, I don't mean to just be like, oh, women, sports, we don't know our shit. Like it's, you know what? It's also like a problem with major, you know, the most profitable Mm -hmm. sports, not paying attention to like half of our country i don't know that just no you're no you're my, totally right we, my we talked thing. about no but that makes
1: a hundred that makes a lot of sense like especially like i mean look we're talking about mostly u.s centric male driven sports because that's where we live and that's where we're used to or that's where we were brought up but like there's so many conversations happening at, you just mentioned like in the tennis world like that is considered more of like a global sport where mm-hmm. like women are out there like fighting the good fight to make as much as men. They're playing the same amount and playing in the same tournaments. And there's the same in the the women's soccer conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that is a global year round sport that's played, which is just doesn't come up as top of mind again, just because of like where we live, how yeah. we you know grew up or whatever. But there's a lot of there's there's a lot more happening in that in the global remit in those types of sports where women are more, you know, outspoken and, you know, yeah. um, more represented, I think, than the normal, like, NFL, NBA, yeah.
3: NHL, like, the, the the ones that we talk about every day, yeah. you know? And so that leads it to feel like a boys club when you're growing up. I'm just, like, vouching for all the women who are like, but I don't know right. shit about sports, like, just from a, like, feminist side. Well, maybe it's because, like, the same way this, it's entertainment, all, like, TV, film, you have to be representative to get people to tune in. Not that yeah, I wouldn't well, watch men. I can watch men play sports and be entertained and (laughs) attracted so you know
2: (laughs) well it's interesting because so I grew up in uh the same town that the University of Connecticut is in my parents have worked at UConn my whole life and still work at UConn and uh UConn basketball is like a kind of a dynasty team but the UConn women's basketball team is the greatest women's college basketball team in history of ever whatever some people will say Tennessee in the 90s Fuck them. Oh, Liza, we might
0: need to get you on our podcast. Oh my God, I will have
2: any time to talk about any kind of NCAA basketball. Or or if you guys ever want to talk about women's basketball, like, so I grew up with like – the Yukon women's basketball players were my heroes growing up. I had posters all over my room. Like, I wanted to grow up to be a women's, I wanted to be on the Yukon women's basketball team. I'm five foot three. It didn't happen. Okay? <laughs> Although, honestly, Diana Tarasi, one of the greatest Yukon women's basketball yep. players ever, wasn't yep. that tall. She was six foot tall, but that's not tall for them. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, she's like 5'11. Okay? Whatever. It doesn't matter. However, I think that it's, you know, Connecticut's probably one of the few places that really gets invested in women's college basketball. And even then, when I was in high school, in the town that this team existed in Uh-oh. i remember boys being like oh my god you like women's basketball and i was like Fuck uh yeah president barack obama this was he wasn't president when i was in high school but once declared the Yukon women's basketball team the greatest team in sports period yeah like-, like they're an amazing team to watch and it whatever i still took some shit for liking women's basketball and to me i'm like this is insane this is this is one of the greatest yeah teams in existence
1: mm-hmm. there's definitely still a lot of, like a ton of imbalance when it you know yeah. when it comes to just everything that we, it's it's the same thing you talk about like everyone gets so excited about what happened with the women's team this summer as they should but when we talked about like they're the most winning team globally ever. like ever so ever but it only, time. it only like feel it feels like it only gets like a moment to shine mm-hmm. you know whereas there's these other kind of sports that we talk about that just are constantly you know shining yeah and Mm -hmm. we just talked about like men's ncaa basketball and like
0: the ncaa paying out i think it's only men's college
1: basketball and not necessarily women's. there's there's a debate there's a debate about should you know should should colleges be able to you know kind of utilize the name and likeness of some of these you know players that are playing and make money off of it but but yeah, I don't, there's there's def, I, I agree with what Kimmy said. I think like because I grew up playing sports, I always saw myself in them, so I related to them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't see someone like you in that position, it's super hard to relate to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: and I think for me, growing up, I I always kind of assumed at some point I would get into the NBA, right? Because I was like, I love basketball. There, we don't have an NBA team in Connecticut, but I moved. To, I was in Chicago and I moved to New York. I was like, I'm going to get into the Bulls and the Knicks at some point. I think it's going to happen. And now when I watch the NBA, I, I, I think that the, the common argument against co- uh, women's basketball I see is like, they can't dunk. They aren't strong. They can't do anything. When I watch the NBA, I think it's boring because to me, yep. I'm like, this is like who has the biggest and brawniest dudes. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's like Space Jam. I'm like, that's not exciting to me. I don't want to see the, you know, the winner of who drafted the biggest dude. Like, to me, women's sports are amazing because it's a different type of game. Yeah, totally. When you watch the UConn women's team. Totally. Like. They're passing like their intuitiveness as a team, like the way they're connected to each other on the court yep. is insane. Yep. Yeah, like they can move the ball in a way that no NBA team can. Right, yeah, it's... and it's wild to
0: watch. So true. And
2: like, so now when I watch the NBA, I'm like, this is boring. It's right, like a dick measuring contest, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but it's funny because you know I think when you're when you're when you grow up with the NBA, then I can understand how it's hard to go back the other direction. Yada, yada yada
0: yeah right. yeah i mean it's very similar with baseball and softball like two totally different games hmm. baseball home runs softball small ball tactful it's just like yeah men's and women's sports are very different but yeah. the skill levels are the the same right you know what i mean
2: and that, i think that could be an exciting thing of like absolutely the same sport played two different ways yeah i don't know yeah it's like you know eating the same type of cuisine from two totally different chefs that's a weird metaphor I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that sounded creepy when I I'm not I'm sure saying, where you went
1: with that one don't but know. all right it's fine I'm hungry
2: I think <laughs> skip dinner two whiskeys we good <laughs> um anywho okay so I want to close all the loops by just briefly chatting about let's let's say like you're dating you're in a mismatched couple right mm. you have different levels of interests etc what's the best way to go about it? How much do you invest in someone else's interest? And I think this, like Kimmy said earlier, this can apply to a lot of things. It can apply to music. It can apply to, you know, any kind of levels of like hobbies, this, that, the other thing. Where is, I don't know. How, how do you guys, Kimmy, you're in a slightly mismatched couple. How do you involve yourself in the sports?
3: Hmm. Well, it's not like I'm dating an athlete. Like, right now like so i feel like like, you know or if i were married to a tennis pro i'd get more involved i feel like maybe i you know haven't done enough to get really invested in the jacksonville jaguars but the, the broader point is kind of like that's not a deal breaker for him and like we can have our own interests and like i'll understand that he wants to watch the game the way he'll come to like an indie-ish movie with me or like let me talk about TV for way too long and that it's boring. You know, I, <laughs> I think in the past though, I've definitely like dated people who are really into music and going to concerts and I'm into music and I like going to concerts. So it's not a big stretch. It's again, kind of just a little mismatched. Just, and it was like great. I feel like dating and going to concerts with certain people like got me more into bands that I still listen to. So not that you're going to like, love football but like i love going like we went to the u.s open me and my boyfriend this year i would have gone anyway but like i don't know you get interested like when you do something together and you ask questions about it so i would say like if that person is like no it's football sunday fuck you i'm gonna be a dick or like get out of the house the boys are coming over I'm making this way too gendered. Sorry. If the woman okay. is like, fuck you, get out of the house. <laughs> the girls are coming over. My the- girls
2: are coming over. <laughs> oh, I just fucking that's basically how Kate me. and I are. <laughs> yeah, like there you go. That yeah.
3: like, you know, at a certain level, that's like, well, is this a good relationship just based on communication, like care, blah, 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 making time for each other, whatever. But if it's like just their interest and you don't have the same level of interest, I think it's just like a nice way to see how you both make room for each other. Um, yeah. I would just say you don't like fake your interest in something just ask questions and be curious about it but you don't have to like fake being into sports or fake being into broadway shows or whatever the fuck it is or like pretend you know a band which i've totally done and just because you're like on the third date and you want to go to that concert and, uh, i don't know
2: but just, oh my god like, i do that literally every time someone mentions a band so that's good
1: i think you just say there's so many like no i mean There's always going to be things that you have in common and that you don't have in common. I feel like you just have to gauge the things that you don't have in common to what extent is your significant other or the person that you're dating into that said thing. And then if it's like a lot, then you should invest a little time in it. If it's like, you know, the person that you're dating loves, loves sports, invest a little bit of time. It's like you said, maybe you just pick one sport that you can like chat about or bond Mm. over. It doesn't mean you have to know everything or love everything again that's not just sports related it could be whatever but i think you just have to like gauge Mm -hmm. of the things that you don't have a common interest what maybe do you have at least a little bit in a common interest so you can like ask those questions like kimmy was saying and then how much does that other person really care about that thing is it worth investing the time if someone watches like one football game a year don't don't bother who cares or like loves eating chicken. I don't know, like whatever it may be. I think you just have to like measure that level of like, where are you not seeing eye to eye? How much does that person care about it? And then invest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, as a as a semi
0: mismatched table of four women between like two sports psychopaths and then two people who are not psychopaths. (laughs) I mean, even like, asking rapid fire questions i was like oh i'm so flattered like i get to talk about
3: something i really love right. and that's really flattering so yeah that is such a good point. point i love being asked like what's that's your really favorite flattering. tv show or like things about like it's kind of nerdy but i like am trying to get into the industry on the business side so even things about like streaming habits <laughs> i could like fucking talk forever about it not that anyone <laughs> wants to hear it but i'm like ah it is flattering if someone genuinely wants to know yeah. your opinion on something you're interested in
2: Yeah, and isn't that like a fucking microcosm of dating at at large? You know, Mm -hmm. it's like it's all about how much interest you show in someone and someone shows in you that is genuine. Right. You know, that isn't manufactured. 100%. But I think that's such a great way. So say you're dating someone who's really into sports and you are not, or say you're really into sports and you're dating someone who is not. I feel like that's such a great way to involve each other. Because there's so
1: many things, like like even the rapid fire like we just did, there's just like common vernacular. Like there's just – just asking a few questions. Like I even see it now with my husband after all these years, I'll, cause I know a fair amount, but I don't know everything. But when I ask him a question about whatever, his like little face lights up. He just, he like loves it. You know what I mean? And then, and then he explains it and whatever. And it's just that, like, it's just that little moment to be like, okay, I kind of know this, but I don't, I know if I ask this question, like he's going to love it. And then, and then it just gets you just in that, like, you just kind of start to bond over it, whether it's your favorite thing or not. But it's just, yeah, I like. The asking the questions is is
3: important mm-hmm.
2: literally like that's our that's our thesis, thesis. on dating like that's it it's like really? asking the questions no,
3: no my we, cast we, is over we figured it out it's <laughs> done <Stunned, stunned.
2: laughs> no but we talk a lot about uh, like with all of our various guests and everything about on first dates like our questions asked in a genuine way mm-hmm. yeah we're trying to get a thing started that's not getting started at all but that's like our bechdel test is, like, the Roskett test, which is, like, on a first date, did they ask you questions about yourself outside of what's your job? Right. Like, where are you from? How many siblings do you have? You know, like, do Love they delve that. a little deeper? And I think that this is a perfect, you know, way of of talking about getting deeper into someone's interests in general. If it's a band, you can ask specifically, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. For me, guys, I am embarrassed to admit this onto Mike, but my boyfriend really loves fish. And recently, oh God, it's so fucking embarrassing. Really sorry if there's any fish heads out there. But Jam band like, yeah, for life. Like, so why? Why Trey? What, what is Why it? Trey? What is it about Trey? Uh, and, you know, he got, it, we've been together for so fucking long and he got excited to tell me, like, why he really felt Trey is a really great guitarist, which honestly, like, yeah, fucking he is. Right. It's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think it's, uh, I think it's a thing that can, like.
1: Yes. I like that thesis. Yeah. I do too. I feel like we're all so quick uh, maybe maybe it's just me, but I feel like a lot of people are very quick especially in dating to be to just like yeah, yeah, like uh, like pretend you know everything that that person's saying and be like, "Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah." Whereas like if you ju- you if you genuinely don't know what they're talking about or you don't have and you ask the question I think that shows vulnerability on your side for actually admitting, like, I don't really know what you're talking about. Could you explain it to me? And then, like, that person feels the reciprocal, like, oh, that's a real question. Let me let me have that conversation with you. And just like
2: Kimmy said, everyone likes to talk about stuff they're interested in. There's no one on earth who's not going to be excited to be asked specific questions about things they really love. Exactly.
1: All right. So we've talked about blitzing Mm -hmm. and defined that. Yes. as well as some other sports terms. I think Liza actually is going to like low-key go sign up for a fantasy team now mm-hmm. that she understands how it works. Yes. So I think, did we help answer some questions?
3: Did we Did we get you psyched up about anything sports yes. related? I like learning new things. Like, I don't know, like, yes, I just sounded like a dum-dum to your listeners, but like, I like learning new things. You definitely helped. And I'm going to use the word blitz more accurately from now on amazing amazing well
1: thanks for thanks for shooting those questions you know our way we obviously love talking about sports it's been an awesome conversation about sports and dating and seeing eye to eye and being the winning team that's mostly kimmy and i and you know like like (laughs) Ah, we've we've covered all those things
0: but guys As you already know, we don't know anything about dating. So (laughs) we know a ton about sports, but we know very little about dating. So Liza, Kimmy, can you give us like the elevator pitch about your podcast and where we can find you and where our listeners can come listen to you? Completely.
2: Let's do it. Okay, so our podcast started as an experiment where Kimmy, my lovely best friend who's right now on the West Coast, uh, was going on a... A shitload of first dates. She ended up meeting her now lovely boyfriend on these first dates. And so now we have a guest dater. We've had a couple of guest daters in the interim and we have a regular guest dater now who's going on 51 first dates. Every episode we talk about a first date. We hear all about it. We ask a lot of questions about it. And then we talk a lot about dating in general. Yeah. Bad, ugly, fucked up, (laughs) scary
3: place the the thing that is dating yeah we're there for you whether you're in a relationship or you're not we have a lot of fun guests and experts on and if you're like whoa these people are talking about dates it's super anonymous and nice and we have a fun dating secret facebook group where people can vent and it's like a safe space so check us out if that sounds like your speed
2: and you can find us at five one first dates pod on instagram uh or you know and you can you can listen to our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts wherever you're listening to this right now
0: well, it's perfect i will be listening thank you guys so much for being on the show Thanks happy birthday. thank you for tighten having up, us up baby
1: oh with the tighten up <laughs> what you to see the light.